Hello, and welcome to the Cosmic Cauldron with hosts Jamie and Charlotte, where we discuss spirituality, paganism, witchcraft, holistic lifestyles, and everything in between. So gather around the cauldron every Wednesday, where we brew up a new topic. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Cauldron. This week, it is another solo episode with just me, Charlotte Wilde. You can find me over at Eclectic Charge. And I am here today to bring you episode 47, Capricorn Season. Now, while I'm recording this, we're still heavily in Sagittarius season. Uh, Or at least, you know, it's coming up on the close of Sagittarius season. Now, one thing I love when switching from a fire sign over into an earth sign is this momentum that it builds. Now, while we are in Sagittarius season, we may be inspired to travel and we may have more ideas. We may be more creative or more prepped to take action towards our goals. And then we move on over into Capricorn season. And Capricorns are that practical energy, uh, the that discipline energy that really gets things going and gets things knocked out. So the sun moves over into Capricorn on the 21st of December. Now the 21st of December is also the winter solstice. So these will be occurring right alongside of each other. So the sun will be moving into Capricorn the very same day that the winter solstice arrives. And this is the longest night of the year and the shortest day. So even though it is just me here today, I wanted to sort of follow the similar format to what me and Jamie typically do on these episodes. So I wanted to discuss their traits and then I'll go over their correspondences and then I'll move into some ideas that you can do. But first things first, I I wanted to cover some dates in case I miss them later on in the episode, even though you guys know that I will be putting out graphics to assist with this episode, to sort of pair with this episode, make sure we get that full, well-rounded understanding of this season in, in a multitude of different ways. So for this season, we have the sun moving into Capricorn, like I said, the 21st of December, and that is followed shortly after by the Capricorn new moon. Now that will take place on December 23rd. And, and after that, we will have the Cancer full moon. Now that Cancer full moon will occur in January, 2023, January 6th of 2023 is when we'll be seeing that Cancer full moon. Now I did want to switch it up just a little bit with this. I wanted to go over the weaknesses of the Capricorn energy. Now remember, There are both strengths and weaknesses to every sign, and we've mentioned in a few episodes um, that we can't pigeonhole uh, a Capricorn sun, for instance, you know, into being their strengths or their weaknesses. Usually there's some culmination of the two, 
and and there are healed and unhealed versions. But but for the sake of ending on a positive note, this week I wanted to start with the Capricorn weaknesses. So some of the weaknesses of Capricorns are they can be pessimistic. They can be rigid people. Uh, they are also highly intelligent. And well, I mean, that was a positive. I just sort of slipped that in there. But don't mind me. So they they can be a bit of a know-it-all. Um, with this, they can be condescending or come across that way. Now, this is also a very career-oriented sign. So they can be restless or they can be ruthless if they're going towards their goals. Another thing that I have noticed for, for Capricorn and other Earth signs is their ability to hold a grudge. I don't know if it's just that steady consistency of that earth element, just, you know, sort of weighing it down and making it, you know, for the long term. But but these people can be, these people in this energy can be prone to holding grudges. So some of the strengths of Capricorn, yeah, let's move right on over into the strengths now that we have gotten those weaknesses out of the way. So some of the strengths for Capricorn is they are, are you know, you guys can correct me with my grammar at any point or step of the way. <laughs> I am a primarily self-taught individual. Um, just don't let my English teachers um, hear me say that. So Anyway, <laughs> these strengths are, they are disciplined. They are organized. These are very determined individuals. Now they're, they're got that earthy energy. So they're also very practical and pragmatic and they're strategic. This is a sign that is ruled by Saturn. Now Saturn is the authoritative figure. That's the, the planet doling out life lessons, or at least one of them. Um, you know, he's got some competition with Pluto, but, you know, Pluto may, like, decimate your entire foundations, whereas Capricorn or Saturn is is more of harsh lessons, harsh, harsh lessons, harsh lessons and restructuring. So this is a very diligent and studious energy that we are coming into as the sun moves into Capricorn. Now the whole Capricorn season lasts from the 21st of December to approximately January 20th, give or take. I probably should have looked that up prior to this episode, but by and large, normally we'll be moving out of Capricorn season around the 18th to the 20th of January, give or take. Now, some of the correspondences for Capricorn. On our Sagittarius episode, I called the, the animal that represents Capricorn a goatfish. Now, that was some creative liberty on my part. That is not really what it's called. Um, it's actually a sea goat. I'm sure you're just as familiar with that as you are a goatfish. So, so take that information for what it is. Do with it what you will. The Capricorn is the sea goat. Now, the element of Capricorn is the element of Earth. There is a very studious, a very sturdy and practical nature to this sign. 
And as we mentioned just before this, the planet that rules Capricorn is Saturn. Uh, On a previous episode, we have called that Big Daddy Energy. And it's true. It's true. That is authoritative, authoritarian planet if I have ever seen one. Now, the modality that represents Capricorn is cardinal. Now, cardinal is that go-getter energy, that initiative energy. It is putting things into motion and getting things moving. All the cardinal signs are known for this. So with cardinal signs, you have Capricorn, you have Aries, you have Libra, and you have Cancer. All of these signs are known for their initiative. They will get things started. Now, what those things are depend on the sign itself and, of course, the entire birth chart and where the planets are in the sky if we're talking just simply about energy and not a person. But, But it all has its place. Now, the tarot card for Capricorn is the devil. And I know this can be off-putting for some or, or maybe confusing, particularly if you're not a, a tarot reader, if this isn't something that you're, you're, you're very knowledgeable in. So the devil itself and Capricorn have that, that driven, ambitious energy. And behind it, they may or may not stop at anything to get what they want. There, there is like that drive has a positive side, but it also has a negative, And that is reflected in the devil card itself. Now, I wanted to move on into some of the things that you can do for the new moon in Capricorn. Now, the new moon is here on December 23rd of this year. So two days after the sun moves into Capricorn, the moon will join it in Capricorn. So this is sort of a double dose of that energy when the moon and the sun are in the same sign. New moons, as we've mentioned before, are a time for setting intentions. This is a time for laying the groundwork and really setting your goals. And this is occurring at the same time that we are transferring into this new calendar year. Now, I know not everybody celebrates the calendar year, particularly with pagans. Some say Samhain is the new year or the winter solstice begins the new year. So whatever your interpretation of when the new year begins, that that's fine. But at the same token, some people do honor the the changing of the years. I know that I do. Maybe not elaborately, but I do acknowledge that we have turned the page. We have started a new calendar year. So with this new moon in Capricorn and, you know, coinciding with the end of the year, this could be a great time to evaluate your life and what you want to see more of. What what do you want to manifest into your life in this new season? What do you want to see for yourself? Now, this new moon, that energy has, it's, it's, it is by its very nature, a fresh start. A new moon is the beginning of a new lunar cycle. So with that, that sort of symbolism behind it, this is a time for figuring out what you what you want to change, what you want to bring forth into your life. And you can set these attentions with that Capricorn energy behind it. 
Now, some of the ways that you can use a new moon in Capricorn are for spells involving your career. Now, remember we were talking about Capricorn being a very driven and practical sign and also having a need to succeed. You can really lean into this this season by focusing on those career goals, or maybe it's an educational goal or any goal really in general. It doesn't have to be career focused, but the Capricorn energy does assist with that. So if you do have something that is career or goal oriented, this is a fantastic energy to use this new moon for. This is a great time for speaking your truth. Earlier when I was listing the traits for Capricorn, hopefully I mentioned that they were a very truthful sign and they are. They are a call it as they see it, no bullshit sign. So so if you have a truth that you need to speak, that you need to get off your chest, this could be pertaining to any arena of your life, this may be a great time to speak that, to really get it off your chest and to get it out there. Now, ideally, you want to do this as diplomatically as possible, but, but you know, you might be phenomenal to start the new year without that on your back, without that weight to carry. Sometimes just Stating our peace is exactly what we need, you know, both from a spiritual and a mundane standpoint. Sometimes we got to get that that weight off our shoulders. So if you have a truth that you are needing to release, this could be a good moon to do it. Also, they are an earth sign. So there is an element of growth to this energy. Now that could be growth in yourself or growth in your manifestations like you are setting your intentions and you want it to grow and to develop and to come towards you so there is this undercurrent of growth energy during this season and you can apply it to many facets of your life you can get really creative with this but it it's by and large, it is just an excellent time to set yourself up for success, be it career or setting goals or growth in general. And and also, this is a great time to focus on your achievements. Like I said, this is the 23rd of December. We are getting real close, real close to closing out this year. So it's a good time to review everything you've already achieved this year. Take out a piece of paper. Write down some of the blessings that you have experienced this year, some of the goals that you've ticked off that list, and really give yourself a moment to be proud of yourself and to be proud of everything that you have achieved this year. Sometimes it's it's difficult to focus on everything we have accomplished. Um, I know for myself, I'm always moving that goalpost. So uh, it's... Uh, it's a bit of a moving target to impress myself. So at the end of the year, or really periodically throughout the year, I like to take out, I say a piece of paper, but by and large, it's probably going to be my cell phone notes app. And I will, I'll, you know, I'll church myself up. I will talk myself up in there and I will write down everything that I have accomplished this year. Sometimes it's just really great 
to review that information and to have it on hand. Um, particularly in times when, you know, you get down on yourself, emotions fluctuate or, or maybe mine do. I don't know about everybody else. I can't speak for everybody else, but, but I know for me personally, taking that time and writing down what I've achieved, what I've done, what I've accomplished, what I'm proud of, or even little moments that just made me happy throughout the year, it really sets the tone for me. So give it a shot and let me know, let me know your thoughts. Uh, Maybe you have a different approach to this or a different approach to Capricorn season in general. Please feel free to reach out to me. You can reach out to me at Cosmic Cauldron Podcast or at Eclectic Charge. Right now, if you reach out, it's going to be me on both, but my page is at Eclectic Charge. Now, before I move over into the Cancer full moon, I wanted to throw in a new twist for this series. I wanted to go ahead and mention the retrogrades that are occurring during Capricorn season. So this this isn't going to be a deep dive into retrogrades, but it'll it'll be a just a little reminder of what the the overall cosmic forecast is for this season. So if you are interested in more of a deep dive into retrogrades, we do have an episode out uh, succinctly named Retrogrades. I don't remember the exact episode number, um, but if you need me to find it, just reach out to me and I will help you locate this one. I will even send you a link. So now, first things first, we have a Mercury retrograde, and that is going to start on December 29th, and it will last until January 18th, 2023, so towards the end of Capricorn season. Now, Mercury is the planet that governs communication and technology as well as travel, so A lot of the times it's not advised to do this, but I'm just going to be up front here. I have never, never let a Mercury retrograde determine whether or not I'm going to travel. A lot of the times I don't have that luxury. So I'm just, I'm assuming that other people are in the same boat. Now, I mean, on occasion, I may not sign a contract if, if I can get around it, but, but, I do not let retrogrades rule my life. If it needs to happen, it needs to happen. And, you know, it, it, it all comes out in the wash. I will figure out a way to make it work. One thing that I like to do, particularly if I'm traveling, I'll pack some extra books. You know, for me, traveling is a form of escapism. Um, I've got those heavy Sagittarius placements, so I get antsy if I'm stationary too long. But I have recently discovered that reading is also another level of escapism for myself. So, I mean, they pair very well together, very well. Uh, Another thing that is occurring is Mars will be going direct during this time. Now, it won't be going direct until January 12th, 2023. But Mars is a planet that governs ambition, uh, drive. This is a planet of action and getting things done. So while it was retrograde, we may have seen ourselves dial back in in this ambition. 
Uh, and but but you know if we utilize retrogrades as a cosmic pause and sort of look over the the areas that that particular planet governs if, if we think about ways in which we can reapproach problems or or happenings in these particular arenas of our lives you know this is a good time to do so i mean a lot of the times these retrogrades won't even give us the chance to wonder. They're going to let us know exactly what it is we need to address. Like the, the universe is funny like that. So now Mars has been retrograde since October 30th. So this has been, this could have been a period of tension um, for some of us. Uh, it, it's retrograde in Gemini. So this would govern a lot of what Mercury retrograde governs. So, you know, these tensions could have been presenting themselves through our communications or maybe struggles to communicate in general. But, but when it moves direct, we will be able to refocus and we may find ourselves with renewed motivation. So I just wanted to put this on your radar. So, so you know exactly what to expect cosmically for the Capricorn season. Now, moving on to Cancer. The Cancer full moon will be occurring on the 6th of January. Now, much like Capricorn, I wanted to go ahead and start on the weaknesses ahead of the strengths. As some of you know, I am a Cancer sun. Um, it, funny enough, it's always been an energy that I wasn't too familiar with. Even though I attract cancers, cancer suns like crazy, uh, and and really actually close to my birthday date when I was in middle school, my two best friends shared my birthday uh, because one of my teachers decided to arrange our seating chart by birthday. So she set me up for for some lifetime friends there, and I really do appreciate her and and really, really assisted me in developing that love of astrology. <laughs> I needed to know why these, these people were being put into my life, even then. So anyways, to get back to the weaknesses of cancers. Cancers are moody. They can be oversensitive. Uh, they can also be codependent and, and crabby, crabby, which I will cover momentarily. Uh, this is also an indirect sign a lot of the times. It can be passive aggressive. And this energy can also be one of jealousy and suspicion as well. Now, that said, now that the weaknesses are out of the way, let's get into the strengths. Some of these strengths of cancer are they are imaginative. This is also a very intuitive influence. And it's a supportive energy as well as one of compassion. This is also a very nurturing energy. So when the full moon is in Cancer, it it is heightening all of these traits, both the strengths and the weaknesses. So be mindful, be mindful. Um, also, the energy for Cancer is, is one that's adaptable as well as loyal. So when you are thinking of the moon, in cancer, you can 
reference this sort of framework to get a full picture when you're deciding what you might want to focus on for this full moon. Now, I wanted to go over some of the correspondences. Now, like I just mentioned, for their weaknesses of being crabby, well, well, that is with reason. The cancer animal, animal, and I'm, I'm using that term real loosely, is a crab. Now, how I like to think of it is a cancer needs that armor and a crab needs that armor. That hard exterior protects a much softer internal world. So cancers are the crab of the zodiac. Now, the element for cancer is water. That's where all this intuition comes in and depth. We will later cover some of the things that you can do under a full moon in cancer. But this is a period where you may feel more connected to your intuition. And it could be a period of enhanced psychic ability. Now... This is because the planet, planet or luminary body that rules cancer is the moon. So yes, when the full moon moves into cancer, it is in its home sign. This is where this planet feels the most comfortable. This is an enhanced energy because, you know, it's at its home base. And, and this doesn't even have to be a full moon. This could be a new moon. This could be a waning moon. Anytime the moon lines up in Cancer, it is in its element. That is where the moon feels most comfortable. Now, the modality for Cancer, as I mentioned when I was going over the Capricorn traits, is cardinal. So there is, you know, still a very heavy emphasis on initiating things and getting things going. The tarot card that represents cancer is the chariot. And some of the crystals that pair well is moonstone for one, of course, and ocean jasper is another favorite of mine. Now, some of the ways that you can spend a full moon in cancer. And I'm going to preface this with the fact that when the moon is in a water sign, I have a harder time motivating. Um, so, so this may be one of those times where I just stick that Evian bottle of water in the window seal and call it a day. Now, the moon water for a full moon in Cancer is great for love and protection. And now that I am saying this, I'm pretty sure I skipped over moon water for Capricorn new moon. So I'm going to slide that in right here. And new moon water for Capricorn would be great for success and setting goals and, and really capitalizing on that energy of knocking tasks out and getting shit done. So if if you, you find yourself wanting to make new moon water in Capricorn, that is what it would be good for. Now, all right, sorry about that. I'm doing the best that I can over here. And I don't have anybody to correct me when I slip up. So <laughs> now for the full moon in Cancer, this is a great time for setting intentions for your home and your family life. 
this could be building a better relationship. I don't know what y'all's houses are like, um, but I do know that I am now the proud parent of approximately three teenagers. So, so at times this can be a contentious environment. So if you had any spells that you wanted to do to amp up the affection in the home or maybe the communication within the home to, to make it a more pleasant atmosphere in general, or, or even just a sweet home spell would be great under this influence. Like I was mentioning with me having low energy when the moon is in a water sign or cancer in particular, because this is a very intense energy when the moon is in its home sign. So I recommend practicing self-care. It doesn't matter what that looks like. This could look like skincare routine. This could look like a ritual bath. This could look like exercise or, or reading, whatever it is that makes you feel good, you need to do more of it during this time to foster that that positive energy and that connection with yourself. Um, I'm going to be cliche here, but you cannot pour from an empty cup. So it's, it's vital to take out that time for yourself, particularly when we're under heavy influences. Now, also cancer being a water sign, this is one of intuition. Uh, This would be a great period of time to do dream work or astral projection or or even divination. You could find that it's, it's easier or more accessible for you to communicate with either your spirit guides or your higher self or however you view that connection. Also with the moon in cancer and, and, and the year coming to an end, granted it will have already come to an end at this full moon. That's still a period for, for most when you're reflecting on, on the previous year. At this point, you'd be reflecting on 2022 and really digging into your achievements as, as well as your losses and just coming to grips and coming to terms with how that year was and determining how you want this next year to be, determining how you want to show up in the world this next year. So this is a great time for really reflecting on everything that has occurred. It doesn't even have to be in the prior year. It it, it could be within your lifetime and really determining the steps that you want to take next um, and creating a, a world or a life that you really enjoy. Now, this really varies. So this could be a multitude of different ways. I can't quite summarize for y'all, but, you know, just determine what it is in your life that you want to see more of. Maybe you had a goal and you thought it was too out of reach. Maybe this would be a good time to break that down into smaller goals and determine how you're going to achieve it. So it's just a really introspective time as a whole. And I feel this way for the entire winter season. I I may have mentioned this in a previous episode, or maybe I mentioned it on a Pathios blog, which speaking of some of this episode 
was inspired by my Capricorn season blog that by the time this episode airs, it will be live. I have touched on the the winter season and I'm starting a 12-part series and I will be covering all the zodiac seasons. I started at Sagittarius, which means I will end with Scorpio next year, but you can follow me at Pathios. My blog over there is called Old Ways in Modern Times. And again, my name is Charlotte Wild. That's W-I-L-D-E. And you can find me over there. I have two new blogs every week, or at least I'm trying to maintain that frequency. This is a new venture for me. But I try to diversify the ways that I can get information out there, which is why I have the graphics over at Eclectic Charge. A lot of the times it is easier for me to absorb information visually as well as easier to put it out there visually. But I often find that I always return to my home base in writing. So while this podcast has been an excellent adventure and I love it and I want to continue doing it, most often I like to teach in a written form. So you can find me over at Patheos. Uh, You can even find me on my own website, eclecticcharge.com. I have several blogs up there. I haven't been paying as much attention to it, but but there are still some gems in the rough over there. But speaking of writing, I have a brand new book coming out in June of 2023. It is available for pre-order. You can find it for pre-order on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Books Million, or even Llewellyn directly. So if that is something you are interested in, you can find that book. Again, my name is Charlotte Wilde. The name of the book is Eclectic Witchcraft, Old Ways for Modern Magic. And it is, it was a labor of love and something that I am really proud of. This was a life goal for me and I get to see it soon and you guys get to see it soon. So I'm really excited for that. And if you would like to support me, one way you can do so is to pre-order my book. And and when it comes in, leave me a good review. It, it truly helps more than you can imagine. So as I was saying with the winter season, and I know I got off in a tangent here because a lot of my work for this season has either been graphics on my primary page or has been blogs for Patheos is this season is one of introspection. To me, the autumn and the winter seasons are times of letting go and evolving, you know, and I, for me, it it coincides, you know, with the earth sort of retreating back into itself and, and having that hibernation, the the earth, the animals, everything around this time is, is sort of slowing down. And it's a great opportunity to assess ourselves and just really figure out where we're at, where we're at mentally, where we want to be. Do we want to make some changes? Do we not want to make some changes? It's just a great time to evaluate our lives and who we are and are things working? It's it's a time to check in with ourselves. Now, normally Jamie and I end this with what we'll be doing uh, for both the 
new moon in Capricorn and the full moon in Cancer, but I just, I have not even thought that far ahead yet. We are still heavy in Sagittarius season. So uh, as as somebody with some pivotal uh, Sagittarius placements, I have booked a getaway for myself and my husband uh, this weekend ahead of the holidays. And I prefer this to a gift exchange, like any opportunity I have to travel, you can bet I am going to take it. So we are heading over to New Orleans this weekend. By the time this episode airs, I will already be home, but New Orleans has always been my my second home base. The The energy of that city is inviting, but it's always been a place that I visit. I visit it often. I like to visit at least a couple times a year and I have not been since before the pandemic. So I'm really excited to get back there. And that is what I am planning to do. Now, this isn't the new moon in Capricorn, but I imagine I will be lining up my goals for this new year and and seeing what I want to put my energy into. Jamie will be back next week. Uh, I say next week, it could be another two week break. I am, I'm, we're really playing this by ear right now. And I'm just jumping in to, to make sure you guys have episodes for the season that are relevant. So I'm just trying to be the, the filler here. Uh, but when Jamie returns, we will be launching season two and, and announcing some ways that we're going to structure our episodes and, and some of the ideas that, that we have for this season two, but we're really excited about it. And as always, please reach out to us and and let us know what you think of the episodes. Also, it, it really helps us if you leave a review. You can re- leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm not sure how the other platforms work, but I do know that you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So if you do enjoy this podcast or this episode, let us know. I've said it before and I'll say it again. We absolutely love hearing from you. So I think that this concludes the amount of time that I can spend talking to myself. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I am talking to y'all and hopefully I will get some messages back. So I know that you guys enjoyed this episode and what you'd like to hear more of. So until next time, blessed be.